What is going on, St. Louis? Welcome into episode 61 of the Chirp Podcast, where we talk all things St. Louis Blues hockey. Let's introduce the fellas, but first, you got Kells on the mic. Toss it over to Mark. Marky, how we doing, boss? Not too shabby, gentlemen. A little bit of a rough patch here for the boys in blue, but it's all right. It's a long fucking year. But now I'm doing great. Sammy K. How are we, boss? I'm doing good, but the Blues definitely aren't doing good. I am stunned we decided to do this after that shitty showing last night. Uh, but nevertheless, always always happy to be here. Yeah, uh, good point there. Uh, good thing we're not doing the uh, the podcast in the Andy Murray Davis pain days. Because I don't know how we could do that. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be we'd be an economics podcast because we'd be talking about, you know, how the Blues maybe won't lose their hockey team because that was a thing for a while there. So anyways, episode 61, boys, are we ready? Absolutely. Coming in hot in three, two, one. Mark Stone. Maxima Finneganov. Dear God. Let's go. Yeah. Corey Stillman. That's okay, where I'm at. That's decent. The best 61 ever. No, no. The best 61 ever is Rick Nash. Fair. That's a great call. I'm uncultured. Didn't even come to my mind. Rick Nash is the best 61. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, couldn't agree more. He's nasty. I don't know. Uh, he's nasty. Little do we know there's probably some 70s hockey player out there that we're just not thinking of. Or Oh, darn. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so anyways, like we said, not going so hot, but hey, we'll get into it. We got around the league to start. We'll do some news in the loo. New segment here. I need more. If you've kind of listened to this show for a little while here, we used to do a little something called figure it out. Eh? But Joe Fordyce doesn't deserve any part of this podcast anymore. So uh, we're changing it up. Pretty similar, though. We'll do, uh, we're going to redo, we did this a couple weeks ago, but we're going to re-rank our Central Division power rankings, especially based on how we are playing right now. And we got a lot of games going uh, since the last time, so we'll see how that looks. Talk about the uh, four games we just played since our last recording and talk about the upcoming week. But first, around the league, boys, do you guys have anything? I got a couple things written down, but do you have anything you want to talk about here? That Connor McDavid's that's one of probably going to get 700 <laughs> points this year. Like it's he has to average not the season. So let's clarify what you're talking. Yeah, about not in the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 700 career points. Yeah, there's some clarification would be nice there. Uh, Which but, means he would hit 600 points and 700 points in the same year. He did that against us on Sunday. Yeah, 600. Yeah, so he's probably going to hit 700 this year because for the rest of the year he has to he only has to average 1.45 points per game. I only that's I, easy. I, I literally say only because well, like for, for him it is for him it's literally easy. <laughs> And he's averaging almost two right now. So, like, it, it if he doesn't it, it, fucking knock on wood, he doesn't get hurt or COVID or any of that. If he plays an 82-game season or at least around there, it's very, very possible that he breaks 700 points this year. I won't say the league would keep him in the lineup if he tested positive for COVID, but I'm not going to say they're not going to. I mean, they did. Nathan McKinnon did sit out, second-best player in the league, but... I'm not convinced that, that we wouldn't have a little tomfoolery going on if, Dude, if a little uh, positive test showed up for number 97. That debate that debate on the number two spot's getting tight now. Dude, Leon's disgusting. I don't know who i take it to. Keller, that's anymore. what I thought about Aaron Rodgers. But the league doesn't give a fuck. But Dreisaitl, was he on pace the for like does give 95 goals? Oh, yeah. That's the other thing I've written down. He's on pace for 93 goals. Oh. <laughs> So that would be the most in a really long time. Be the second most ever. Okay. Or wait, no. Fuck. That's the most ever. No. I think Wayne Gretzky's record is 92. What did Timu Solani have his rookie year? Oh, 76. Timu Solani had 76 goals as a rookie. Never had, never even came close to it, actually. Uh, years following. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that would be a record. Wayne Gretzky, 92. So Leon Dreisad is on pace to break single season Wayne Gretzky's goal record. Uh, Wayne Gretzky is also at two with 87. 
Okay. And then Brett Hall, 86. Where's Timu? He's in there. He's got 76. He's tied for fifth with Phil Esposito and Alexander McGillney. Guy that nobody's talks about. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame. Alexander McGillney, not in the Hall of Fame. He's 76 goal season, not in the Hall of Fame. Not good enough. (laughs) Uh, But Mario's got 85. Brett Hall at 86 here, of course. Um, Yeah, 93 goals. I don't know. Obviously, very tough for him to to bank on him keeping that up. But I know one happy camper or one guy that would be one happy camper if that happened. Andrew Bunyak. Andy Bushnasty. So, by the way, when is that fraud? This guy, he's one of our buddies. This guy talks about how much he loves Leon. I still don't see a J in his closet. So does he really like the guy? No Leon J. (laughs) He did like McKinnon for a long time until he started eating our asses. Uh, but yeah, he needs to make a move on that like quickly or else he's going to start being a part of that bandwagon conversation. Yeah, me even hopped on the Patty Kane, Jay. He's got one of those. Granted, a U.S. jersey because he's classy. You can never own a Chicago Blackhawks jersey as a Blues fan. Uh, we're not going full Jeff Honeyest mode. That Make that week three in a row that you've been chirped, bud. Um, you, you just can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting up with it. I have a Captain America Patrick Kane jersey. It's sick. <laughs> it's like a double XL. I'd never wear it, but it is it is gross. Shout out Joe Rupp. That's, I remember I bought I remember when I said yeah. that. Yeah. It, Joe Rupp had this like the biggest jersey sale of all time for like twenty bucks a pop in his basement. And just boom, there was a Patrick Kane jersey with a Captain America shield on it. Pretty unbelievable. So sick. Other guy I want to mention here real quick, this fucking Troy Troy Terry cat. He's, He's a, a 61 also, by the way. He was, yeah. He changed his fucking number, though, thank God. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. Uh, what is it, 15 or 16 games now? 15 games, uh, third longest, I think, in franchise history. Yeah, and, like, it's not I, that... I, and the, I mean, and the thing is... Who holds that record? Probably team or Ryan gets or maybe gets yeah thing is like when you look at this point streak like it's not like he's just having a fucking point night every night he's just chipping away he's only had out on on this 15 game point streak there's only been uh five nights where he's had a multi-point game so all right sammy let's hear it i know you're waiting to talk about patrick keem's point streak (laughs) what's his point streak looking like i do i'm not talking about right now i'm talking about the point streak oh 26 games yeah he's all he's he's coming he had like 45 Andy points. is American, so he can break that record. Yeah, he's 11 off. Good luck. He's on the Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> ducks are nasty. They just beat the Caps in OT. Charlie the division. stick in the stands for his boy Jack Hughes. They're a fun team. They're finally, you know, young and exciting. We're not sewering John Gibson anymore. Yeah, I mean, I find that hard to believe, but, you know, uh, they, they are young. and They have some pieces. Troy Terry's taking that step. And Trevor Zegers is coming into his own, so fun little team to watch. Not a fun team to watch because of, uh, I mean, really just one hockey player, the New Jersey Devils. Sammy Blay out for the year, torn ACL. I mean, that's fucked. What'd you guys think of that? That was P.K. Subban. Oh, but it's that, just a that coincidence one, that it happens to be against it, P.K. Yeah. Subban in the corner. It. That one though is the most innocent one ever. They literally their their skates. Clipped. Yeah, but I, I think it. me and Jeff were talking about this. We were at the game last night, the Yotes game last night. We were recording on Wednesday, by the way, instead of Thursday this week. Sammy will be in attendance for the Sharks game tomorrow night, so we had to uh, bump this up a little bit. Still listening on Friday, but just giving you a heads up. Um, me and Jeff were talking about that on the way there. Like, kind of gets the Brad Marchand treatment now, like. You, there's just no benefit of the doubt anymore. Same with Kadri, guys like that. So, man, you've done it so many times that even, like like you said, most innocent one, I mean. He's still getting beat because he's an idiot. Yeah. So, I don't know. Tough for Sammy Blay. I mean, we have just, And that's our fucking guy. So, we're pointing the finger at someone here. That trade looks, I mean, just impeccable already. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Bernie mentions it every fucking game we play. It's electric. I love it. Really? What's he got to say? He's just like, I can't believe we gave up Sammy Blade for this fucking guy. Like, look at him skate. Look at him put his shoulder into people with the puck. Look at him backhand toe drag. This guy's an animal. Oh, we're talking about Pavel Buchnevich, if you haven't picked up on that. 13 games, 9 points. Uh, He's a plus 7, which leads the team. He's got 14 pims. 
Because if, uh, well, we, we know why. He has 14 pips. <laughs> he also, 39 shots. I mean, the guy's everywhere. He's playing 16 minutes a night, even with that, what was it, like three minutes that he played against the Yotes the first game. And he decided to go, uh, you know, full steroid mode and just headbutt somebody. Um, but anyways, I think that's all I had for news and Lou. I wanted to bring up Sammy Blay. We like that guy. We love that guy, actually. Um, so he'll be back soon, hopefully. News in the Lou, the moment we've all been waiting for. Scotty Perunovic is in the show. He's been recalled from Springfield. He had 20 points in 12 games down there. Finally found a way to make the cap work. Kid looked good. Yeah, we can talk about that right now. We'll take he away. knows how to skate really well. And he can snap a fucking puck I around. think I saw him 10-2 and two about 20 different times last night. Oh, <laughs> unreal. Vince Dunn, who? What? Dude, the way he like snaps the puck on a pass, it just looks different. Like There's, there's a difference between the there's... way Marco Scandella passes a puck and the way... Someone who's supposed to be carrying the puck snaps it. There's very minimal effort out of Scotty Prunovich to snap one right on the tape. Marco's fucking cocking it all the way back just to snap one over uh, off the wall on the tape if it's on the tape. Yeah. Dude, he played a lot last night. He played. He played eighteen twenty six. Yeah, more than Marco, like by was, a lot. He was on the ice, so I have his numbers here. He was on the ice at the end of the game. Obviously, when we pull our goalie, that should say something. Obviously, you know, him and Krug hopped right in on PP two. PP2, absolutely. Uh, had the one shot on goal. He had that chance of, on the right face-off circle. Uh, I was at the game, like I said. So we were sitting upstairs. Uh, as we know, that family has two sets of season tickets. So we moved down for the third period. And what I wanted to bring up, he's listed at 5'10", 175. There is no way in fuck he is either of those. He is much smaller than that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look that small, though, at least on TV. Okay, so well, the reason why I bring that up, one set of season tickets upstairs. It's where we were moved down to like, you know, 10 rows off the ice in the corner. And uh, it was in the the end that Arizona ended up scoring the game winning goal. The uh, shoot once end, if you will. Uh, yeah, that kid is 5'10", 175. I don't, I don't I don't know if I believe that, but it doesn't matter. The guy, he's not out there to. I mean, it's like a new age D-man, though. So, I mean. Hey, Tory Cruz not big, but we just have a l- talked a lot about this on the ride home last night. We have, I think, too many of those guys. Would you guys agree? Now we got rid of one in expansion. Yeah, but I mean, but the point for giving up a Vince Stone was because you had a guy like Scotty P to hop up. Yeah, I think uh, so. Jake Wallman's listed at six two two fifteen, which is fine. I think he plays smaller than he is, though. So I think he's still, you know, while he's much bigger than those two, uh, he, he still plays like a Kruger or Perunovic does. So it's like, shit, our left side is fucked. And which is why I think we need to make a move at some point this year. Obviously, that's no secret. Uh, yeah, fucking said that. But Ben Chirot is, is on an expiring deal with the Montreal Canadiens. Who's in on Ben Chirot? I'm very in on Ben Chirot. He's <laughs> on my on fucking any fucking defense with any sort of size. Who likes to get gritty in front of their own net? Bet Toronto I mean, get gritty. Why don't we just go get our boy Joel Edmondson back? Yeah. That makes tons of sense, Keller. I can't believe we're talking about that. Montreal loves him, and why wouldn't they? <laughs> I mean, he's a shit kicker. Uh, he's got some skill. People don't talk people, you know, don't talk about that enough. He can contribute offensively. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have to do something specifically on the left side. The right side, obviously, locked down by even though he's playing terrible, Pareko and uh, Justin Falk. So we do need a left-handed D so fucking bad. Um, well, Anyways, can- I, I mean, how long can, can we go with, like, just letting this rock out? Dude, you got to give Perunovic a, a, a run here. You can't, you know, go in and out of the lineup with that guy. So I think it's really going to come down to we have 8D up right now. I don't understand that, but it's. To make the cap work, so whatever. We don't have a um we have an extra forward, but we don't. It's Braden Shen. He's fucking hurt. So this I mean we know who's playing every night for the time being in the forwards. But we have two extra D men, which is a little bit unusual. Um 
It's going to be Wallman, Mikola, or Bortuzzo for the sixth spot. It has to be. Uh, but I don't know how long you let this go uh, until you make a move. I have no clue. It's, it I mean, can't be long. We're approaching a quarter of the way through the year. Fuck, it said we need to make a move before the year started. That's where I was at. Uh, it's just that it's 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 just showing its ugly colors. It's also looking like we could use a wake-up call. Like, hey, figure your shit out or we're going to move someone. One of your boys, one of your one of your best friends could be moved because you're playing like fuck. Oh, it's a tight team, too. So, yeah. They're so tight. Mm. I've always said, I think Marco's the guy who, uh, like, sets up all the functions outside the outside the facility. You know, he's he's like that uh, that Scotty Upshaw, Shane O'Brien kind of guy. Well, well, the well, way that Upshaw talks about Bobby Bortuzzo on his podcast, it's got to be him. It has to be Bobby Bortuzzo. Marco's in there as well. That guy, you could tell he just loves to party. He better know how to fucking book a flight so he can get out of here. <laughs> he's horrible. He's so fucked. <laughs> he's so. Fucked. He's probably a great guy, but the on ice product. I mean, I'm is sure just... he's a great guy. He's the hottest guy on the team uh, besides Ryan O'Reilly. I'm also I... not out on the idea of you know hanging on to it maybe for the year. If you could find a way to get him playing, dude, third, put him on the third. third yeah, minutes. dude, that's all. That's put him on the third pair. I'm so fine with, with that. Blues when we first acquired him, we just threw him on the third pair, and he was fantastic. Yeah, I just cannot have him on my top pair with fucking Colton Preco. It does not work. It's so bad. His minutes need well, to be limited. I'll, I'll tell you this, boys. His last uh, this past week, all four games. Granted, we were trailing in all of them. Uh, that bad? Yeah. Uh, Twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, eighteen minutes, fifteen minutes. So fifteen. You, you saw that go Perfect. down already. Fourteen, fifteen. That's where. I, that's where the but guy. But the thing is, is he still starts the game in the top four, and then once we get behind, it's like, hey. Get the uh, the guys that know what to do with the puck on their stick. Get a little more minutes here. Don't understand. I don't it. know if we can wait that long. No, you fucking can't. Oh God, he's uh, he's an interesting cat. He's fucked. He really is. Let's talk about his D partner. He also top. stinks. I I am of the belief that Colton Pareko just he's good. He can be Colton Pareko. But I really do think he has to have a steady, a steady partner. Obviously, you could say that about ninety percent of the league, the elite guys don't necessarily need one. But uh, I mean, we're pretty much fucking. You need somebody. I mean, obviously, everybody talks about Jay Bomey. So that guy's a fucking Hall of Famer. You're not going to go trade for Hall of Famer right now, unless Ben Sherratt really picks it up here at the end of his career. <laughs> <laughs> ben Sherratt in the Hall. You'd have to be the first one ever to mention those Ben Sherratt picks it up here towards the end of his career. Starts going point. I was going to say, can we just fucking skip to I need more? Because that's my guy right there. <laughs> we'll fucking get there. Fox. We will get there. That's what we're doing. We will get there. Okay. Because when we get there, the the I think the blood pressure is going to go up in the room a little bit more than it already is. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Scotty P. Kyle Clifford's gone. He's traded to Toronto. What do we make of this? I mean, this guy just numbers game. Yep, that make the cap work. Sorry, kid. We got nothing for him. Yeah, it's fine. Future considerations. Doug Armstrong is classy, though. Instead of sending them down to the A, I mean, he is an NHL guy. You know, he's a guy that you need in your locker room. Every team needs that. He needs guy. to play for Toronto. I'll tell you that right fucking now. Yeah, they're, they're in one. They're though. getting pushed around. I don't care. The bottom six blows. They're in one. They've won like eight of their last nine. Well, fucking good for them. Get to the playoffs, so you get a Wayne train, Kyle Clifford on the same line. That's what I'm talking Fucking about. Look out. Yeah, that's what we need right there. Um. By the way, speaking of bottom six guys, you lost one this week. I know. I'm not happy about it. Nickel you Bell. He's probably on my fucking TV right now, too. Yeah, and I hate he's it. He's playing third line for these uh, Colorado Avalanche. They're very banged up. Nico Rantan's playing center. That's because interesting. Because of McKinnon, and he has been since they went out. But uh, I was so in on Knack, dude. He was like our. He was like a. He, he's not as good as Sonny, but he's he does the same things. Yeah. That was a big knack guy. What I wanted to bring up is we traded for Dakota Joshua from the Leafs. People may not remember that. That's how we got him for also future considerations. All right. So, ended we traded up being Kyle for so we Dakota. traded Kyle Clifford for Dakota Joshua. I'm okay with that. When it comes out the wash. I'm okay with that. Boom. <laughs> There's another Don Brown fucking deal for Doug Armstrong. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Don Brown deals, this is a good deal. Sonny is back. Great montage they had for him last night. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, it's just when we traded for this guy and you're telling me three years later we are going to have a montage for this guy when he comes back in the lineup dude we're all you, I, you would have had to I, I don't know I would literally you'd have to be 40 deep to say that one we had no idea who who the fuck he was we were excited about the pick that we got for Rebo and, and now we drafted Clint Costin with the pick yeah we're like oh fuck yeah and now we got Oscar Sundquist who's our best player from it so well, I retract that statement. He's our second best player now. Robert Thomas is our best player. I would run through a fucking brick wall for Oscar Sundquist. Anything he tells me to do, I would do it. And then he'd follow you and do the same thing because he'd just do it for fun. <laughs> he does it for fun anyways. That's he's, what I'm saying. He plays. skates and I don't know. I wonder just, when that guy learned how to stop. 13? Uh, maybe probably, later. Maybe later. Yeah, he just runs into the fucking glass. So. Uh, to make that cap work, we sent our uh, noted top four D-man and uh, guy you want on the ice at the end of hockey games when you're down a goal, Callie Rosen. We sent him down. <laughs> Damn uh, it, dude. Dude, he like... You're playing poker here Saturday night. We're down 3-2 against Carolina Hurricanes. We got our goalie out. Callie Rosen's on the ice. We <laughs> on were... Six on five. <laughs> we were beside ourselves. We had no idea what was happening. Jake Wallman's in the lineup. He's not out there. Like, I mean, give me him. At least he's got a shot. Yeah. He might not hit the net, but come on. Uh, I really I did too. I really didn't think Ro- I thought Rosen was fine for he what was he was fine, here. He, he didn't was, it, it, I mean it was just a filler guy. Yeah, I mean yeah, he just if filled he's the scapegoat, you're on a good team. But. Exactly. He I had no problem with Rosen except just when he was on the ice when he shouldn't have been. And that's not his fault. So No, definitely not his fault. We brought him up already. Dakota Joshua's also sent back down. I'm sure he'll be back. Um and then Joel Hofer. Got a nice little taste of the national. Uh, go back down, start up fucking 75% of those games down there, hopefully, and uh, get ready for a year or two down the road. And uh, we'll be in one, hopefully, with him. Anyways, Sonny's first game back, only played nine minutes and 45 seconds. Blocked a shot. There's a shocker. Three of six on the dot. Got a little bit of PK work. Uh, not much, though, because we got scored on in both of them. So uh, <laughs> there goes your uh, PK work when you're uh, no longer on the PK. Um, takeaways from Sonny, what do you think? I, I expected shot out of a cannon, Sonny. We didn't get that. But knocking the rust off. He had double hip surgery and a, a torn ACL. So. Yeah, he, he was fine. There's, I can't really add much more to it. He didn't, didn't like stand out, didn't make any horrible mistakes or anything like that he's fine i think the biggest thing about coming back from those long-term injuries especially dealing with like um you know the 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 two surgeries he has being gone for eight plus months you know i think the biggest thing is getting your stamina back uh you got to ease into that because there's no way you just come back and you you just can play 15 minutes a night uh so i think chief was trying to ease him back a little bit just kind of get his feet wet in the game a little uh, but it, but it does make sense uh, that he was you know doing all he could out there, and it's just nice to see the the big fucking smile back on the bench every every now and again. And I fucking Panger loves this guy. Panger loves Sunquist. Look, look at this fucking guy. He's happier than a pig and shit. I wonder if the NHL provides dental insurance because clearly not. <laughs> I mean, we're about four years late on that statement, but it just came to my mind. Um, all right. That is all for news in the Lou. Let's get into a little bit of I need more. We're each going to go with a guy. We're going to not pick the same guy. We are in a tough enough spot for us to be able to pick three guys that we need more of. I do not want to start this. So if one of you has a guy, let her go. Mark, I think I know who both of you are. I got mine. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll go first. Am I going first? Absolutely. All right, we'll go first. Fucking fives. Real simple. This guy is, look, last year gave you benefit of the doubt. You're in and out of the lineup. You had the fucking, you had the fucking back injury. Not good. Was never fully healthy the whole year. You had no off season to recover. You're, you're finally healthy, and I'm still not seeing what I need to see. This kid, I need him to be more physical. I need him to shoot the puck more. I need him to be that lockdown guy that he was on that cup run with 19. Look, you don't have 19 anymore. All right. Let it go. Breaking. Yeah, breaking. 19's not on your left side. That's just the way the fucking world works, okay? 
It's the way the world works. Guys retire. It is what it is. You have to be a good enough hockey player. You have to be the hockey player that this St. Louis Blues team needs you to be and fucking lock it in and be that stay-at-home defenseman to fucking shut shit down in our own zone, no matter who's on your left side. I don't give a fuck Callie Rosen's over there. Okay? I need the same game. He was. I need the same game out of fives, night in, night out. Just consistent hockey. I'm not asking you to put up 60 points. I'm I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm asking you to put the puck on net and keep it out of ours. Very simple stuff. And the stuff that you touch on with Pareko there uh, is really not going to st- show up in the stat sheet. You got to watch I, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't he, he want is, him to. Sh- yeah. He is seven points in five, uh, 15 games, so cool. he's just under whatever. half point per game. He's a dash two, whatever. He's got eight penalty minutes, and he's leading the back end in, in time on ice with 25 minutes a night. Okay. When yeah, a guy's that, on the exactly. ice that much, it's like. Yeah, I can't, I can't have a guy that's on the ice that much and then read a stat from JR that says on the last four goals that opponents have scored against us, you're on the ice for that can't fucking happen. He does lead our team in block shots with thirty-one. I know all right, fuck yeah. That. That, I, all right, I love that. Good, good. That that's that's a start. All right. I personally Keep that believe. Running. I don't think he's been playing as bad as other people might be thinking. I think there's a coaching strategy going on right now with fifty-five. They're telling him to activate every chance he fucking gets. This guy's below the goal line all the time, and I think you know, being able to take three strides out of your zone and have it, you know, the puck deep or or you're entering the zone with the puck, I think that's a rare skill for a defenseman to have. Uh, so, I, th- you know, give it, you know, he's not 100% defensively right now, and he hasn't played up to his standards, I'm sure, as he'd like. But, you know, offensively, I think he's he's always on the prowl. You know, I think he's got a, he's got a knack about him where he likes to get that puck in deep and uh, go to the net. He can't score worth the shit because I don't think he knows how to hit the net still. Uh, but I, I don't think he's played. He hasn't, he hasn't been piss poor. Like, I'm not saying he's been piss poor. He, he just has not no, been the we number have one. Such, we have such high standards. Yeah, for him. exactly. This guy, I need this guy on from what I saw in 2019. I know how good this kid could be every night and that I need that or close to it. And I haven't seen that. See, that's kind of where I'm going with my, uh, with my guy, uh, just for the high standards he sets for himself, knowing how good he can be. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, we since, know <laughs> Since he's been on the team, he's been unbelievable. Benny, I need you to... F- Benny, I need you to make some fucking crazy saves to keep your boys in the hockey game. You can't be losing to the fucking Arizona Coyotes. And some of these goals have been soft. And then there are other games, uh, like four games ago, I don't know who we played. He was clearly the best player on the ice. Uh, absolutely steals us the game. I think we won like 2-0, 2-1 whatever it was, uh, you know, at times he's our best player and it's not even close, but I need him. I need him to steal hockey games. You, you need more when we suck. I exactly. Okay. I, That's, yeah. you know, if we're going to suck and we're not going to score goals, then the only way to win hockey games is by your goalie, you know, stealing games for you. Cause he's been, he's been pretty fucking consistent. I do. Whole, yeah. The whole year he has been, yeah. you know, amazing. But I completely get what you're saying. Blues, yeah. But you know, like that's, last and night. That's just that's just like, a product of the standards that he sets for himself and the fucking ceiling that we have for him. Yeah, it's it's you know we see the level they can get to, and it's not wrong for Blues fans to think like, man, why can't you get back to that level? Which is what you're saying about 55. And yeah, what I'm saying about. Baby. And here's where we're at with both these guys. Like, I, I mean, they're both great. Ho- they're both great hockey players, and they've been fine this year. And like Benny's been, Benny's been good. Benny's been more than fine. He's been very, he's been playing unreal this year. It's just he's had a couple iffy ones, and like like last night, he, in that kind of game, you want him to be like, I'm not losing to the fucking Arizona Coyotes, and then make something happen, and we get out of there with two points, they're like that kind of shit. But like these guys' names are coming up is because like I'm not gonna sit here and say Ivan Barbashev. I need more fucking Genos out of you guy. Like I'm not doing that. Like I'm working. He's been fucking nasty. I agree, but like, uh, like I'm saying, I'm not looking to him to put the puck in the net. I'm looking to him to do what he does best, and that's fucking kill penalties and bang bod and just and chip the fucking puck in and do his job. We're talking about guys who actually have a fucking say in how far this team goes. Exactly, and that we know how good they can be, and they've been fine. But I need more than fine captains. Keller, I have two, and they go hand in fucking hand. All right. Our head coach is mm. one of them. And it's going to be no surprise why I say our head coach when I bring up David Perron. This guy needs to be fucking nowhere near the top six. Nowhere near 18 minutes. This guy has to be hurt. I hope he's hurt for his sake. 
I can't fucking watch this guy any longer. <laughs> and in overtime, playing with Ryan O'Reilly, I, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. One second. There's we saw six practice lines today. Better than him. We saw practice lines today. He's back on the first line with just, O'Reilly. It's just out of sentimental reasons and for what he's done with Ryan O'Reilly in the past that you just have to keep him there. It doesn't make any fucking sense why he gets some chances and and you know, we had a four on four in yesterday's game and he starts he starts uh with Ryan O'Reilly to start the four on four. Uh, which we ended up scoring on. Krug activates and David Prawn dropped back. But that's that's a time right there where Jordan Cairo didn't see the ice one fucking time in four on four hockey. But David Prawn sees 40 seconds of it. That doesn't. That I think the guy's happen. lost more than one step even from last year. I mean, this guy is painful to watch skate this year. He's 34, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I completely agree with your your sentiment of get him out of the top six, get his minutes more limited. Tank needs to be moved back into that top six because he's been fucking everywhere. He's in the best shape I've, we've seen him in a long time. But if you limit DP's ice time to around, and, I don't know, fucking 13, 15 minutes a night. Oh, okay, 13's low. Okay, 14, 15 minutes a night, whatever. <laughs> 1460. Where do we want that? That ballpark right you can there. Leave him on the power play, but yeah, I don't want him. Be, like, he can fuck our guys still on. Like, yeah, the power play goes through him still. Oh, absolutely. On the power, does. It's like and it and it clicks. This power play is sick. Like we our power play is very good. It's just he doesn't have the boots to fucking play that 18 minutes a night anymore. I mean, he can't do it. See what happens when you have him on the third line for more than a single game and he starts getting all those third line matchups. We started off Tarasenko on the third line this year. He gets his feet wet. Uh, back back playing hockey, he scores a couple of really nice fucking goals, and then look what happens. You bump him up whenever after he's playing good. You, and that's still so in the possibility for Perron. It, we're just not doing that though, so you're never going to be able to see what he looks like playing against third liners. Yeah, and you, and you need you need more out of Chief because technically speaking, you need less out of DP. You need less ice time for this guy, so he's fresh. He can actually make more of an impact in those 14 minutes that he plays instead of like four or five of the 18 that he plays where he's just fucking coasting around. You limit this guy's ice time a little bit. He's going to be absolutely buzzing for those thir- for those 13 to 15 minutes and make some shit happen like he has the past couple of years. Like, he's still putting the puck in the net. He's got six goals, six assists, something like that, 12 points this year. Like, he's still producing. He's still doing what DP needs to, what DP needs to do. But just the it, it just looks like he's coasting a lot more than usual, and, and it's turning into penalties, and it's turning into goals in our, in our net. The thing with him, and the reason why I bring it up, He's not consistent at all. So at the end of the year, I won't be shocked if he has, you know, uh, he's got 12 and 15 right now. I won't be shocked if he has, let's call it 65, 70 points. I won't because that's how he operates. The consistency is very frustrating with him. Last 10 games, he has four points, zero goals. Um, He's a dash player in those games. Uh, you can argue with me all day about you know, what plus minus really means in terms of a guy like him. But, you know, I mean, if it wasn't for Ryan O'Reilly, there's literally no shot. We bring this guy back next year, literally zero percent chance. But because Ryan O'Reilly and him are gay for each other, I think it's completely possible that he's brought back. Um, I asked Scotty, I was like, Scotty, what do you, what would you be okay with giving Perron if we were to extend him, uh, past this season. He said, I don't know, like six million dollars. Six million? He said six million dollars. I said, Scotty, you realize this guy's fucking 34 right now. He's about to be 35 and next season sometime. Fuck no, I'm not giving him six million dollars. Absolutely terrible. I'm not giving that guy anything anything even close to that. If he makes north of four million dollars, I I change my fandom. I, I won't be a fan of the blues anymore. <laughs> Actually, if he's fucking rostered, I'm not a fan of the Blues anymore. Oh, somebody sent the lineup into the group text the other day, and you're like, DP's really about to set the record from going to first line to waivers. <laughs> this fucking guy. Where, Sammy K is going to be like, dude, DP could set the Blues record for games played to get this guy out of here. I can't fucking stand him. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not here for it. And there's other people who think that fucking guy who thinks his number should be retired. Hey, he's frustrating. Don't get me wrong, but like I, I, I would be more than okay to bring this guy back for under four. If he's, I'm, I'm with you there. I don't think he can go over four, but we probably will. The other thing, the only reason I brought Chief up to figure it out because the team is in disarray. Obviously, right now there's there's no chemistry on the ice at all. It looks like we're just 
we're playing as individuals we're not playing connected at all um you know just fumble fucking passes around i i tire pump and rob all day and night all week on twitter and uh that second goal last night holy shit god dude <laughs> like fuck shit man. like that's happening it's like and he got into his ass on on the bench but like i don't know i i also had this conversation on the way home is the roster does not feel like a craig ruby roster at all uh, let's let's get into yeah, that, that after- tweet that you popped off actually checks the, uh, i don't even know what the word is but it's every spot- box ever yeah, yeah there you go yeah <laughs> Literally couldn't check out. Where's our heaviness? Where's our... It's not there. Where's our grit? Where's our, you know, details? Where's our... There's... I said... It feels like there's no structure. We're just... We score off the rush. That's it. We only score off the rush now. Yeah, I said said it before. Like, this is the best forward core we've had in a while. Best because this is the most skill we've had in forever. And that's not how we've played the game with Chief here. So, it, it is something to talk about. I just... I don't know. We'll have to see... Long way to go. 15 games in, you know, obviously we were probably overreacting a little bit. We came out, looked like one of the best teams in the league. And, you know, now we're playing like one of the worst. This is what I wanted to mention before we kind of moved on from from this topic was uh, the Blues. It seems every year we have great training camps with a bunch of guys vying for spots on the hockey team. And so in training camp, you're forced to score and stand out and look great, which is why we started off so hot this year. You know, everyone's fighting for their spot in the roster and. What happens is the season starts to get stale and you lose that hunger and uh, to play well and to keep your spot in the lineup. It's coming to fruition right now. Like we're not the same hockey team we were in the first 10 games. And it's it's obvious that uh, for us to find that level again, you know, it's jobs in lineup spots cannot be safe. Uh, and I think that needs to be made an example of by Craig Berube. And if he's not willing to do it, I think uh then it's obviously, you know, time to start even dipping into the conversation that uh, he's just not the right guy for the current constructed hockey team, which I'm the biggest Craig Berube guy ever. I think most St. Louis Blues fans are, but with a team this talented, there's no reason to be losing to a 1-12, in 1-13 Coyotes team. Nope, absolutely not. And that'll lead us right into the Central Division Power rankings. We did this a couple weeks ago. I know there was definitely already going to be some changes based on how we've played, based how on how some other teams have kind of played as well. Uh, so let's start at the basement. I know they just beat us for their you know grand total second win last night, but I think we all agree Arizona's still at the bottom. I mean, hey, they want it more than us. Two of their three. They're goals above. Last they're night. above the Blues in my standings. <laughs> two of their three goals last night. Well. Baird hating it too, but I'm watching the game. We're like, who's 75? It's Kyle Capo Bianco. First goal of the game. Kid's fucking nasty. First goal of the season. Clayton Keller came in the game. He didn't have a point last night, which was a stunner, by the way. Six points in 15 games. I don't know this for a fact, but I'd almost bet that leaves their team. They can't they don't score. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, Baird Hayton scored the second goal. That was his first goal of the year, and then he scored the game winner. Uh, but nope. Guess who leads their fucking team in points? Phil Kessel. Shane Gastis Bear, thirteen <laughs> points. What? Yeah, <laughs> thirteen yeah. points. Lawson Cruz has eight points. Is next to the line. The Scotty fucking ghost Lawson is Krause. back. Absolutely loves him. He plays on the edge a little bit. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, that's my guy, dude. I'm so happy for Ghost. Wow, that's so decent. Well, yeah, put him in his own zone. Uh, yeah, it's not good. He falls over. <laughs> Gets danced by Jordan Cairo. Um, anyways, Arizona's still at the bottom. Uh, who are we going in the Nashville? In the seven hole. No, the Hawks. Nashville's actually ahead of us right Hawks, now. Hawks, Hawks. I'm going Hawks. Nashville or the Stars. You're putting the Hawks over both those guys? With Patrick Kane healthy, fucking rights I am. This guy's unreal. Hawks stink. It's the best player in the division. Hawks seven. Okay, Hawks seven. (laughs) (laughs) They're terrible. (laughs) They're so bad. Uh, Hawks seven. There we go. Stars, stars six. Stars stink. Stars stink? Yeah. That's what sources are saying. Stars stink. They do. They stink. They're not good. Tyler Sagan's on the third fucking line. 
they're just they're just not they're not good. Okay. I don't have faith in the goaltending. I don't hate that. I don't uh, have faith in their goaltending. That's where I'm at. I, I don't know who the fuck's playing every night. Any every night. I mean, Jake Ottinger needs to be the starting goaltender, but it, it, I don't know if it was injury or what. But he's only played one fucking game, and guess what? He won. Shocker, because he's good. Because he's good. For me, other. it's a flip flop between the Stars and the Preds for that sixth spot. Because I mean, even though they might be ahead of us in the standings, I don't think the Stars are, but the Preds are. Uh, they're not a better hockey. We are four points ahead of the Stars, where the, uh, they have a game in hand on us, and the Preds actually we have a one, they have one more game played than us, and uh, we are a point behind them. We're in fourth. Fair enough. But this is why it's a power ranking. We're not going off the standings. Stars six. I think we can agree. Then Preds five. Yep. Okay. Now we get into the dicey areas. You got us, us, Colorado, Minnesota, Winnipeg. Colorado's won four of the last five. They're up one nothing. We're watching it right now against Vancouver. Uh, they shit pumped the Sharks. They shit pumped the the Canucks. Canucks without Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, six and seven goals respectively. <laughs> we don't need this guy. <laughs> they legitimately could put up ten on fifty percent of the well, I mean, of the teams in the. We NHL. talked about this at the beginning well, of the year. They're, they're we, four we said this at the beginning of the year on this podcast. I think if if what what did we say? It was either one of or both Landis Cog and McKinnon were not on the team. We think they'd still make the playoffs. So it's like, yeah, they're four. They absolutely would. They're four, one and one. And they're a wild card team, but they make the playoffs. They would yeah. make the playoffs. They would be competitive in playoffs, too. Like they have they still have depth and their decor is nasty. They still have a top two or three D man. Pick your poison. There. And just wait. Wait. Till a top eight. Darcy a, catches yeah, he's stride. a top eight goalie. Yeah. Well, a top five goalie. Honestly, for he's my mind, this guy's fucking unbelievable. Year. I'm so in on Darcy. He's so good. But they're 4-1-1 one, one in their last six. Knocked us off 4-3. Minnesota 4-1. Then they lost two straight to Columbus. And then, like he, like he Risky said. Risky team. Beat Risky the, team. Yeah, beat the wheels off Vancouver and San Jose. So, like, I mean, and, they, and they're and they doing this without McKinnon. This so. game's one nothing, and I might make myself look like an ass of myself, but they're going to beat the Canucks by at least three tonight. So, uh, you can. Yeah, Darcy 4-1. 4-1. Four, four one, four one, the two GAA, 929 last five. Fucking, yeah. Uh, with the way we've been playing lately, I mean, I'm, I'm saying Blues, uh, Avs, yeah, Blues, Avs, Wild, Wild Jets, are Jets. At the top, I think. Yeah, I think the Jets. Well, are the dude, best I don't, I, I might put Wild over the Jets. I fucking love the Wild, dude. They're good. <laughs> I'm not sold on their goalies. Yeah, it's that's the sketchy part, but I mean, they're just they're they're deep. They get production from everywhere. I mean, listen to this. Ryan Hartman, 11 points. Kirill, 11 points. Ryan Hartman, 11 points. Stop right there. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Uh, Marcus Foligno, 10. Zuccarello, 9. Dumba, 9. Fiala, 9. Erickson Eck, 8. Spurgeon, 8. Like, they get contribution. They're going 2012 St. Louis everywhere. Yeah, they get contribution everywhere. And their goalies have been fine. Like, they haven't been sick or anything like that. Like, I mean, Talbot's got a 902. I mean, has been terrible. He's got an 882. And they're still winning fucking games. But... I don't know. I, I I like the wilds. I like the wilds depth, but the Jets can just tough, score. They can, and they have a, they have a way better goalie. So the Jets the Jets can just fucking score at will. They're, I think their forward core is up there with a Colorado and you know even like a Washington. If you want to even put them in that, I'm category. okay with Jets one, Wild two. All right, here we go. Jets one, Wild two, Avs three, Blues four, Preds five, Stars six, Hawks seven. Yotes eight and our fucking owners eight. I think I heard I saw this going into the game last night. I think this is fact. I don't know. I think the Yotes have beaten us 12 of the last 18 games. That they is so bad. They own us. That's that's such a fact. I like we don't beat and we love playing down to our competition too. There's nothing the blues love doing more than playing shitty hockey teams and playing at their level. Absolutely. I can't argue that. Uh, Especially at home. Yeah. Let's talk about the four games real quick uh, that we played uh, Thursday last week. OT loss against Nashville. Jordan Cairo, two first period goals. Got a nice little Sally out of the kid. That's fucking rhetorical at this point, though. Shocker, we blew it. Uh, 91 tied the game halfway through the third. Uh, Matthew Shane, overtime winner. Jordan Bennington, 23 of 27 saves. Um, this uh, once we lost this game, I did not feel great. Oh, he took a penalty, Marky. 
Kubel. <laughs> what happened? Nack took a penalty. Oh, fuck. First Come on, Nack. What are we doing? Uh, I don't know about you guys. Once we blew this game against Nashville, we did still get a point, but I, did, I felt horrible about the next two games. I mean, we had to be I mean you just had to win that fucking game against Nashville because you knew what was coming over the weekend. I didn't and, never thought you would sweep the weekend, so it's like And of course, in typical blues fashion, we're in every hockey game that we played, you know, Nashville, Carolina, and then Oilers. We're literally in every one of those games and just can't play a full sixty minutes. Yeah, against Carolina, we go down two nothing in the first. Joe Holfer gave up a, a goal real early. Uh kind of a squeaker, but you know. Uh, if I'm remembering it right, it was a two-on-one. Uh, but I think it was Brady Skay right under the arm, short side. Yep, Brady uh, Shea, yep. Joe Hofer made 21-24 saves. Uh, he battled, though. I'll say that. I mean, his numbers weren't great. He stopped 21-24, like I said, but uh, he battled. I mean, he's a 21-year-old kid. He did get lucky. I mean, lucky we only scored two goals, but. I mean, Freddie wasn't in the cage, at least on the other end. It was Alex Lyon, which that's... Yeah, we lost to Alex Lyon, and we lost to fucking David Riddich back-to-back nights. That's cool. Yeah. And Miko Koski. We escaped. That. And UC Scott Wedgwood. The four goalies that we have lost to, Alex Lyon, David Riddich, Miko Koskinen, and Scott Wedgwood. Oh, it's it's career night. It's Literally, career what night is that? <laughs> that's fucking circled on every goalie's calendar. It's like, I could pitch a shutty. That's what every goalie has to be thinking playing the Blues. It's like this. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna play fucking Aiden Hill tomorrow night too. But I bet. Yeah, in that Carolina game, Reimer just played the other night. Uh, Buchnevich and and Tarasenko had the goals, and uh, Tony D with the game winner. So, three minutes left in that game. We don't know how to, you know, really lock it down at the end of the hockey games, as you'll see in this next game. Five four Edmonton. This was the Rob Thomas show, in my opinion. Well, really. If you don't want to count the other two guys, maybe on the other team. I don't know if you've heard of them. Uh, Rob Thomas, three apples. Mark's guy, Robert Bortuzzo, gets on the board. Uh, <laughs> that was wild. Bobby. Um, I think he had the whole net to shoot at, so thankfully he hit it. Uh, Buchnevich and, and Tarasenko with goals. This game marked uh, the third straight game that Tarasenko, uh, Nashville, Carolina, and Edmonton, all three games, he tied the game in the third period. So that's good to see, uh, but Kyler Yamamoto, game-winning goal, 28 seconds left in the game. Not only has Vladdy shown up and been exceeding all expectations for himself this year, he's showing up in the best times, you know, and, you know, he gets all these game-tying goals, and we're back in the fucking game in the third period just for us to to blow it with, like, a minute left. You can't play, you can't play 60 minutes on this fucking hockey team, apparently. Uh, that was a, that was a big issue for us last year. What was it in like the second period? We couldn't score goals, or it was something bizarre like that. We would find ourselves trailing in tons of hockey games going into the third. Uh, we got to find a way. Find a way to play sixty minutes. Uh, if you don't, that this is going to happen. This is going to be a reoccurring theme. You touched on Vladdy. He's shown up this year for sure. Uh, seven points or seven goals, seven assists, fourteen points in fifteen games. Update on his uh, shot totals this year. Uh, he's got 59 shots in 15 games. Uh, that's a 322 shot pace for an entire season. And just to, uh, you know, bring up his, his prior years, he's only broken 300 once in 2017, 2018. Uh, and he usually sits in the 260 to 270 range. So this guy's coming this year. That's kind of where we're at. Uh, he's got a green light to fire the puck at will. Even if it's just crossing the blue line, shooting through a screen, he's got the green light. Yep. We've talked about this game enough, I think. But last night, 3-2, Bennington, 20-23. We couldn't kill a penalty. 0-2 on the penalty kill. Did get Tory Krug back. That was nice. Uh, saw him activate, like you said, on the 4-on-4. Four four. Sammy, him, and Kairou got the goals. But overall, laughable showing. Disgusting, puke. Uh, what are some other adjectives? Uh, cancelable. Uh, Negative cohesion. <laughs> uh, out to lunch. Uh, I don't know. Whatever else you want to toss in there. Scott Wedgwood had his New Jersey Devils pads on. He beat you with his New Jersey Devils setup on. That is so bad. We're fucking whole. <laughs> he still hasn't got new pads as he got there. That's how bad the Oats are. Well, he's only played a handful of games. But... I don't give a fuck. Doesn't take that long. When you're in the national, he's been there before, hasn't he? I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buddy, you don't have your old set. 
probably not but like nah yeah i don't know how that works it's interesting i wonder if they like get the keep sets and shit like that'd be kind of i don't know if they ain't true they don't want it yeah that's true uh talk about the upcoming schedule for the week got the san jose sharks thursday night sammy will be there i don't know if you know this our guy joe dice will be there dice might have to text him i'm assuming he's going with chow i don't know but gotta be and little chow probably oh yeah I'll have to text him. I'll be going with uh, Murph, Scott, and Hef. My name is Yef. Um, <laughs> uh, do we think Biddington makes the start here? I don't know. Yep. I, you think? Yep. I wouldn't Literally be shocked. To. I wouldn't be shocked if Huso got in. No, we he's got to go. Night. No, we play. We'll get it. Okay, so we play Thursday, Saturday at Dallas. Think about this. He has to play tomorrow. At Dallas Saturday, home against Vegas Monday. I mean, you can't let him wait. And then we play the Wings on the road on Wednesday. Wings are good. They're frisky. I think he has to play tomorrow. Who so? Yeah. Dude, he might, Benny might play all four of these games. That's a, that's kind of where I'm thinking. Like, you need to get out of this rut that you're in, and you're going to play all four of these. Yeah, he might play all four of these He's games. He started 80% of the games already. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. 12, I'm not saying guys can't do that, but that's just not normal anymore. Well, well yeah, in it's times not of a good, desperation, yeah. you need to make desperate moves. And if that, I'd be you know, okay starting Huso against Dallas. I'd yeah, if that, that involves playing fucking. They're gonna probably start Bennington fucking Anton Kudobin. So I don't give a fuck about him. He stinks. Bennington was playing every other. Oh, night and the, the Sharks have a goalie. Twenty-five oh, games or however many games we played in the playoffs in 2019. I think he can handle a couple regular season games back to back. Yeah, just don't want to burn him out early. Uh, Usually they get the stretch run. Usually it's a oh, fuck you're in every night in the stretch in the last two months. A yeah, best case true. scenario is, you know, him playing all four games and then he finds his groove and Bennington's fucking back. You know, we could go three and one in our next four and Bennington throws up like a nine two. I think that would be amazing. Uh, so I think you have to take that route and just see if it comes to fruition. Um, you got to no, look at your best players. And, and, and no, and with how this kid is, he, he wants to be in tomorrow night, tomorrow night so bad with lose, after losing to the Yotes. Like I don't know, I'd be surprised if he doesn't if he doesn't play tomorrow night, low key. But last time I said that, fucking Joel Holford played. So. <laughs> My guy Joel Hofer actually had two starts. He did. That's nuts. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I don't know if we'll see Reimer or Hill. I think Reimer played their most recent game against Minnesota. That was Tuesday night. Last night they won four one. Wouldn't be shocked if they came back out with him. His goals against is under a two, and his save percentage is over a 930. It might be 940. He's only the best goal in the league right now. James Reimer. Yeah. It's like, whoa, number 47. Best goal in the league right now. So we could see him. We could see Aiden Hill. Who knows? I I would, if they're smart, I mean, they're, fuck, play your guy while you're still in it, while you're still in it, because I don't think the Sharks will be in it by the end of the year, but who knows? Let's do some predictions for the game, though. Um, do you think we dialed in for this game? I assume we're going to see the same lineup. Different lines, though. So, Sonny's centering the third line now with uh, Buch- uh, Saad and and uh, Barbashev on the third line. And then the, the Buchnevich thomas Tarasenko's line on the second line. You got Cairo O'Reilly Perron. Then uh, Neil Costin and Bozak. Bozak's obviously in the middle of those guys. But same 12 up front, and I'd assume the decor is going to be the same. I, what are you going to do? Put Nico Mikkel in, maybe? That's it. And he's coming back from COVID. There's nothing to do other than fucking hope play the boys better. Wake up. Like, it's just, it's been ugly so far. Just two different hockey teams from how we started the year and how we look. Shen's right still not taking part in like the full practices. So, uh, wouldn't expect him back for this game. Maybe one of these four games, but I probably wouldn't expect him back Thursday, especially with him not. He's he's just practicing on his own at this point. So um, predictions. Uh, oh, sheesh. Uh, I think we're going to. We're fucked. Yeah, we are. But, you know, I want to be optimistic. Give me a 4-3 win in overtime. And, and we are going to. Trail, allow, allow a tie one? the game. No, we're gonna tie oh, okay. the game in the third. We're gonna be down three to two. Probably Vladdy. Force overtime, and then I think we pull it out in overtime. So I'm gonna go four three. 
Four one sharks. <laughs> three one blues. Okay, three one blues. You're expecting a vintage blues performance. That's crazy. Come back, dub. In a bit of a rut. Fucking. I don't know. Got they got a decent feeling. Okay. Uh, think that's it. Uh, just a heads up. Sharks, Stars, Knights game all at seven, and then uh, Detroit six thirty all on Valley Sports Midwest. So, uh, got J.K. and Panger all week. Think that'll do it for the boys this week. Brought the heat a little bit. We'll have to see how it, how it pans out. Put I'm us angry. in that room. I'm angry and I want answers. <laughs> and that answer starts against the fucking San Jose Sharks. Uh, you can't be looking past the San Jose Sharks. You're, no. whole, you're a whole hockey team right now. We are the San Jose Sharks for all I'm concerned. We're the Arizona Coyotes for all I care. Uh, they are got, way. You got to play us. like you're the Arizona Coyotes. You got to play like you don't have any skill. Fucking put your. We had six hits last <laughs> night. Six. Wait, we only had six hits. We six had six hits, hits oh against the worst God. hockey team I think I've ever seen. <laughs> St. Louis Blues had a played a game where we had less than ten hits, and it's not like we were dominating puck possession either. Because like obviously you can't hit it hit anybody when you have the puck. We, we it's not like we dominated puck possession. Six hits. Marco had two of those hits. Good for Marco. <laughs> uh, anyways. Classic sign off. Mark, when can you listen to us? Fridays. End your week right with the fucking boys. Uh, Spotify. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Any other podcasting platform you got on your phone, feel free to use it. Uh, but yeah, get into the weekend on a good note. It's about the only thing you look forward to these days. You can't look, uh, look forward to puck drop. Obviously, we're being a little I'm certainly hyperbolic, not but, drop. but you're going tomorrow. You'll be there. It's free, though, I'd assume. So. I hope so. <laughs> you, know, you hit with the tab after. Oh. Either way, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any final words? Uh, maybe not, but we, we laid it out there this week. But any final words? We, we touched on a lot of things this week. And, there's, you know, I think this might be my second week in a row. There's nothing that comes to the top of my head. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to see, you know, how the team responds to probably the most embarrassing loss uh, in recent memory. Uh, it's not really much as gut-wrenching as it is a wake-up call, in my opinion. Uh, so it's let's see how we respond, and I think it's going to be more than telling in the first period uh, how we come out against the Sharks, how this uh, next little three, four-game stretch is going to look for us. Uh, you got you to gotta take the games at home, and you, know, you can't do that against the Coyotes. <laughs> might, you might as well do it against the Sharks. You can't do it against the Coyotes. Better just pack your shit up and not show up for Thursday night's game. I mean, that was that was fucking hard to watch, dude. We need Braden Chen back. We do. Character guy. Character guy. He might not have skill, but he'll fucking he'll have six hits alone. Speaking of character guys, we didn't talk about this. Dakota Joshua asking for that fight. He's trying to stay in the league. I love that, and I want someone to come out Thursday night against the Sharks, and I, I want to see someone fight. I don't know who it's going to be now that Big Red Clifford is fucking gone. Uh, I, I I need some hunger out of someone. Someone has to step up. Give me Clint and, Costin. And pound some fucking fist. Clint Costin, by the way. That cross check? This that, fucking kid. What was Clayton Keller doing cross checking him multiple times away from the point? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that was. Uh, I, I need... Clint Costin could be in the category for need something or whatever the fuck category that was called. This kid's finally is getting his chance in the NHL, and I think it's time for him to to take that step. You know, he's been playing pro hockey for the last two years now. Uh, you know, if you're not going to score goals, I need you hitting eight people a night and potentially fighting if you have to. If we're tied or losing to the Arizona Coyotes, I'm looking at the physical guys to fucking set the tone and flip the script. So uh, consider him on the hot seat in my book. Yep. Well. I do have a final thought just to send us on out of here. You'll be uh, seeing Scott Prunovich's first career point tomorrow night. That's where I'm at. Um, we got four games. Let's try and win two of, two of them. Let's go 500 just to get feeling good about ourselves. If that even makes you feel good about yourself, I don't fucking know. But we need something. We definitely need something. As painful as this is to say, though, let's go, Blues. Let's get the fuck out of here.